Hey there, it's Colette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. We're lucky enough to have Dr. Sarah Sweetnam joining us today. She's a dentist and currently finding the balance between her professional and personal life with hockey as the sidecar. Her husband of almost one year is Anaheim Ducks defenseman, Eric Goodbranson. So let's learn a little more about this doctor of smiles. So hello, Sarah. I'm Bridget. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. How the heck are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We were just admiring your background right there. Oh, it's so, it's like a summer, full summer day here right now. It's actually it's, crazy because we've had weird weather, but all of a sudden this week, it's like just summer. Nice. Are you in Muskoka? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we live here. My parents live just down the street from us actually too. So it's been so nice to be back here for a bit. Awesome. Have you been summering there always? Uh, yeah, my grandma actually, when she first came to Canada, she started coming up here. Um, my Opa or German grandma yeah. did the electrical at the cottage that my parents now own. So it's kind of like a little family lake awesome. memory. And we bought the cottage just down the street from them. So, oh, I love it. That looks yeah. so, so amazing. As it's like pouring rain here right now, I'm like, man, I need, I need oh. the water. <laughs> yeah, the sunshine really helps right now. <laughs> yeah. That's and how long have you guys been home for then? Since middle of March now. Oh, wow. Wild, just crazy. So you took off right away. You were like, "All right, we can't go in. Let's just giddy up and go home." Yeah, we were living right down in Newport Beach, mm. and it was pretty busy and crazy down there. So as soon as they decided that they were postponing the season, we figured to get back to Canada would be the smartest way. We were looking into renting RVs and trying to figure out. How to do it, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we came home pretty quickly. Did you drive or fly? We ended up flying. Okay, yeah. but yeah. it was. We go, took a red eye and the airport was dead when we flew out. We flew like, it was a little bit after everyone I think had already gone back right before they mm. actually started the harsh travel bans and that. So I think our timing ended up pretty good that the flight wasn't as crazy as it should have been. So Sarah, one of the things like I, why I wanted to have you on is because we love watching girls when they're doing like their own thing and everything. And I've kind of been watching you for a little bit as a total creeper, um, but you're a dentist full-blown dentist? Yeah. Yeah. Eric actually met in my first year of dental school. Okay. okay. So where did you go to dental school? Uh, I went to Nova Southeastern in Fort Lauderdale. So I grew up in Northern Ontario and had this childhood dream of escaping the snow up there and moving <laughs> to Florida, which when I did, I did a careers project on it in grade 10 and I was like, okay, this is never happening. Um, but yeah. it somehow actually worked out. So yeah, it was my first year that I met him down there, but just kind of, yeah. I don't know. That's wild. And both of your parents are dentists too, right? Yeah. So that was why growing up, I honestly thought I would never, ever be a dentist. 
I always loved science. I love medicine. I love everything to do with the human body. So I always wanted to do sports medicine. I was athletic growing up too. I played almost everything. I figure skated competitively. So I, I always wanted to do something medicine related. I always thought sports medicine. And then, um, yeah, there's a lot that happened in between, but I love dentistry now. It's great. That's did your parents go to school in the States too then, or did they go in Canada? They went in Canada. They went to UFT. Yeah. So they met in dental school. Okay. And then how did you find your way to school in Florida? Was it just one of the, like a special specialty or like you said, you wanted to get out of the winter? Yeah. I, I always thought about, I've been researching schools in the state schools in Florida forever. My backup to Florida would have been California. And I actually, even before that, I had fully accepted um, to go to school in Sydney. So I was ready to go to Australia for school. And the only school I would have chosen over that would have been Nova Southeastern, the school that I ended up going to. And I went for my interview and all of the cards somehow aligned when I went there. The dental assistants were outside the school, like singing, having fun. And normally you walk in, it's a very serious, serious um, environment. Just everything about the way that the school ran. They had night clinics that were optional. Just your opportunity to have a lot more clinical experience in school was amazing. So everything about it kind of drew me to that. And then also the ability to study at the beach was pretty amazing. Exactly. But also the ability to pull yourself off of the beach and go study. Exactly. <laughs> yes. The balance. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and how many years is dental school? Uh, so I did four, four plus one year of undergrad. I worked at my parents' office actually for a year after undergrad. And then it was another four years of dental school after that. Okay. Good for you. So then you met Eric, you said in your first year, was he yeah. um, a patient? Would it, was he being practical? <laughs> he did become a patient, but no, uh, one of my friends from back home, we did throughout school, we did promotional marketing um, just as like a little side thing to make money while we we're students. And she started dating this guy in Florida. I had no idea who he was, but she, it was ended up being Eric's roommate. So she told me, she's like, yeah, I'm coming to visit Fort Lauderdale. She's like, I started dating this guy there. I'm like, what old man are you dating? What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we met through them. At the time I was going through, honestly, a pretty terrible breakup. Um, but I kept seeing him through her. And then one day we're all at the beach and that's when it all kind of started. So Okay. So oh, roommate, was he playing for the Panthers at the time or was he going yeah. to school down there? He was. Okay. Yeah, they were both playing for the Panthers. Oh, wild. Is yeah. she still with that guy? Yeah, they just had a baby actually last month. Um, oh. We were both in each other's wedding parties, and so funny. fun. Yeah, and so, that was, and so then, how many years was he in Florida for? Then, when you were going to school, so he was there until he got traded the summer before my fourth year of dental school. Oh come on! Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I was um, so I was back in school, obviously we had school throughout the summer and he was actually in Africa with his roommate at the time, Sean Mathias, who'd also just been traded. Um, they were in Africa and he had no idea for the whole first 24 hours that he'd been traded. Oh, so no. I'm alone. I'm like, the first, like his agent called me. I just got home from night clinic. I'm sitting on the couch. He did up my dinner. I'm like scrolling through Instagram. And that's how I first saw it. It's so like Erica Branson traded to the Vancouver Canucks. Stop like, it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're like, he's riding an elephant right now. How can I tell him? <laughs> Oh, it was insane. He just signed a new contract, so we hadn't expected it at all. And I, I mean, I was pretty new to like we've been dating, I guess, like two years. So I'd been pretty new to the hockey world. I'd never experienced any of that side of it, really. Um, yeah. 
it was, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> I always think too, I wonder too, with girls when you, well, although you're Canadian, you were going to school down there, but I feel like when you meet a guy and he's playing for a team and it's not necessarily your life, you're like, Oh yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to school. He has, he's a pro athlete and the world is going great. You just assume it's going to stay like that. Yeah. Do you, or were you, do you wait for it to implode? Like, I don't know. I just feel like life is perfect when you're just going to yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I was so lucky down there. I didn't realize how lucky I was that I had all my friends from school. Being in Florida, we had visitors from home all the time. Yeah. We had the whole, our hockey community down there was incredible. So it was kind of, yeah, it was something I never expected. And when it did happen, it was, it was a huge, huge lesson. I got a good lesson now yeah. looking back at it, but huge, huge lesson for both of us. Well, right. Cause yeah, like you said, you had a pretty good setup, right? Like you could still do your own thing. You had school, your career as well, like going and yeah everything's lined up but then boom started to learn the realities of the hockey world so then how did you finally get a hold of him in africa like when did he find out so the day after he was on a riverboat cruise and i think it was zimbabwe i could be wrong um but he was on a riverboat cruise so he finally got off i guess they turned on their phones when they finally got wi-fi and sean looked at him he's like but he's like you got traded and like both of their phones just started blowing up it was so great and he was like yeah so did you they didn't get tra- did they get traded at the same time or no no sean okay so at least one deadline that year so okay was, yeah Oh my God. Uh, it was a year before that, that Sean had got traded. So he, okay. yeah. He yeah. was already on his way. Oh, that's yeah, wild. Traded was, to as well. So it was good for Eric to at least have that kind of, he right away gave him the breakdown. Like, you'll love this about Vancouver, like giving him kind of the lay of the land, which is good. Yeah, that is good. We loved, um, we were, sorry, we were in South Florida too, right? Played for the Panthers for a few years. I loved it there. We didn't have any kids. It was like, we were having too much fun. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> by the time we left it was time to go i'm like uh either we're gonna be buried in south beach somewhere honestly it's crazy yeah, you don't have it too good down there it's pretty yeah. crazy it was yeah. fun. And did you go to vancouver then or did you so then did you finish or yeah so i had one more year of school so i finished out the school year and then the summer after that i moved to vancouver once i got a job there so yeah Awesome. Oh, so you got a job in Vancouver. Yeah. I was, oh. I, I mean, we got so lucky that after school we ended up in a Canadian city. Yeah. That's crazy. awesome. Yeah. It was great. So I did in dental school, I did both my Canadian and my American boards kind of knowing that there would be possibly in future certainty about yeah. where to be. Um, so I did both boards. I was ready. I just had to apply for my license in uh, BC and then I was ready to go. So I got very lucky with two really good jobs out there initially. And it made, it did make the transition a lot easier, I think just moving. Yeah. And I had a lot of friends from undergrad too, that were actually in Vancouver as well. So oh. did you write both your boards at the same time? Did you have to study separately for, for each exam? So it's through the boards process is insane for dentistry. It's, I mean, very similar to medical school, I'd mm-hmm. say, where you start after first year doing your first part written. Um, and then it, during your fourth year, you have the American boards had a, it was a five part thing. You had a patient boards, you had a mannequin boards, you had a written part, you had a laws and rules. Um, so there were so many different parts with so the Canadian boards is a one weekend thing okay. in um, that you just, I had to come back to Toronto, went to UFT and did that. The Canadian, I'd say honestly, was a lot harder to study for, but yeah, so it was, it was all at the same time, but very different ways of studying. Huh. Interesting. And then is it, um, 
like I know in law, you have to get, you have to uh, pass the bar in each state or each province. Do you have to do the same thing? Like you keep saying Canadian and American, but don't you have to do it provincially? So Canada's great. There's one for Canada. Wherever you go, you have to get a new license. So you have to apply for it. You have, there's certain extra credentials that you need for each province, but it's fairly easy to transfer over. The States is very complicated. Really? You mean from state to state or just American, like going from Canada to the States? Yeah, state to state. It's fine once you get like I'm licensed in Pennsylvania. I could be licensed in Pennsylvania okay. for a long time now, but California, I'm it would be next to impossible for me to do that. So um, yeah, the, the States is a lot more complicated, but Canada, we've got it good where it's, once you have it, you're good in any province. You're good. Okay. That's awesome. How quickly in the dental um, world do things change as far as technology? Cause I just feel like even as I go visit the dentist, I'm like, holy shit, I don't have to put that massive thing in my mouth anymore. Like it's, yeah. things aren't as painful and it just goes fast. So I'm wondering as a student, did you see it change even from the beginning of dental school till when you were working? Oh yeah. It's very fast. It's funny because in fourth year, we were just starting to work with, um, have you seen the machines where they basically scan your mouth and they can do a crown in a day? It's what we used to scan for Invisalign, but that was starting to become the norm. And even that we got to do maybe a few, our school was actually much ahead or ahead a lot of other schools with it. But now that's, it's common practice everywhere now that if you don't have that in a city and a high production office, you're kind of behind the times. Yeah. This patient's on efficiency. They want to get in and out for in cases when you can do that. So it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Dentistry is constant. That's what my parents loved about it so much is that it's constantly changing. There's always so much you can learn. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I had no doubt. I wish I had, like I had Invisalign, but I got it done basically when it first came out and I wish I had done it now instead like it's incredible what you can do with Invisalign now it's crazy even from when I first graduated until now the cases that they're doing with Invisalign it's impressive it's it's crazy I actually did it when we were in um Dallas and then stupidly I wasn't wearing my retainer and then it changed obviously it was awesome I was really happy with it and then I wasn't wearing the retainers at night and then all of a sudden my teeth moved again so I actually just started doing it again but it wasn't Invisalign, it was a different one. But even the even that process within just a few years, I was like, holy shit, I'm changing this every week. And the, and digitally, the amount that's done on the computer and the way they show show you, it blows yeah, my you mind. Your own transformation in front yeah. of you, pretty crazy. I actually went through Invisalign myself in Vancouver. Oh, did you? Got it on the first, you know how painful it is the first day oh, you have yeah. Invisalign on? That was the day that Eric proposed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, it was obviously super romantic. I had to like, rip my Invisalign out of my mouth. I'm like <laughs> slobbering <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Did he uh, say, "Okay, take your teeth out"? I got something for you. <laughs> yeah, I think I did like a little spin. I stepped on his foot. I like tossed him out. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, so sexy. That's the worst part about them is like dragging them out of your mouth and like sucking the slobber out. You're like trying to be so sneaky at first, and it's <laughs> complicated. I'm glad I went through it because now I can relate to patients when they're going through it for all of the things that you need to prepare for. It's snacking and oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, seriously. That's uh, what I needed to cut down on my snacking. Now I always wonder with like professions like say well because I had roommates that were makeup artists all the time and I felt like they were always looking at me like can I redo your face like do you look at people and always study their teeth like are you always looking at them honestly I don't I mean in the dental like when I'm at work obviously every single patient that comes in I go over everything but um I mean I love I'm attracted to nice smiles I just feel like that 
tells you so much about a person, someone's personality, but yeah. beyond that, no, I'm not generally. <laughs> Easton has a co- like a hockey coach who's a dentist and I'm always like, but I wonder if he can tell I haven't flossed in two weeks. Like, I wonder, <laughs> like, can you tell? I don't know. I do the same thing as soon as people say, they're like, oh, you're a dentist. And they'll start to cover their teeth and start to <laughs> directly at mine. And I'm like, okay, no, like, let's not do this. Whole <laughs> you, you have the perfect smile for a dentist. Oh, totally. Do. Thank you. I feel like you're, I feel like your um, patients must've been in there all the time. Like you're just, you're <laughs> gorgeous. I'd be like, I think I need to go to the dentist. Yeah. Oh, or <laughs> Ray'd be like, uh, I'm going back to Dr. Sweets again. I'm going to be, I'm yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, I think I chipped something. I don't know. Yeah. Here. Like, but that's the thing, honestly. And again, like creeping on you and stuff like you, I love watching girls like accomplish these goals and their passions. And like, it's just really cool to watch. And the fact that you've been able to do this through like a trade and I mean, Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, hey there. <laughs> hey, your background just improved. We thought it couldn't get any better. And freaking Eric just walked by with no shirt on. <laughs> I wish I was quicker on my screenshot. Damn it. I'm like, damn. Oh. Kodak forgot what she was talking about. I know. Now I'm blushing. Okay, She's uh, sweating. <laughs> uh, but I know I do. Like, I seriously, like I admire that. And I admire that you were able to get that done through a trade and everything. And I just, I don't know. It's, I find it so inspiring. I love when girls have something going on and it's not just about the guys because we all try so hard to navigate that. And, um, I mean, a lot of things seem to line up for you, but that you still figured it out when it didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's, I realized that I think after the trade to Vancouver, I fully did not understand, I think, what everyone went through with trades and with having difficulties working when we were first in Florida. Yeah. Um, but as soon as the trade happened, and even in this past year with more trades and trying to figure your own thing out and maintain your own identity through all of it, I, I mean, I, yeah, definitely learned and did a lot of self-reflection going through all of these changes. And I have so much respect for every single person that endures what this hockey world throws at you because it's absolutely not easy on anyone. Yeah. But you kind of figure it out as you go. And I mean, some people, I guess, can control where they're going as a player. You never know. It doesn't always happen that way though. So you just kind of have to be flexible and not freak out, but it kind of takes like that first move to, I don't know, it's like a cold bucket of water on your face, you know, like you're like, Oh shit, this is what, this is how it goes. And then, and then he can, I feel like you can sort of ease into it. So true. Yeah. I feel like it teaches you so much about just taking things day by day. Like I've always been such a planner. I'm, I'm still a planner. I use yeah. my planner every day. Yeah. For what reason? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely helped. Sanity. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Step at a time. That's literally all you can do. I know. Cause it is so weird. Like getting traded is, so, it's, it just messes so much stuff up. Like you think you're set. And I mean, Jason's, second trade I just I retired at that moment I was like hey I'm done like and I went home I'm like fuck it (laughs) so I mean it is how everyone handles it and everyone's so different but yeah so did you guys went from Vancouver to Anaheim uh Vancouver to Pittsburgh actually Vancouver Pittsburgh okay right I missed one um last year trade deadline he got traded to Pittsburgh um and I was still working in Vancouver so I stayed behind to do finish out my month of work and then met him in Pittsburgh um we lived in Pittsburgh the beginning I guess of this season which was amazing absolutely anyone that ever has a chance to play in Pittsburgh it's the best (laughs) place I've ever experienced um so lucky to actually experience that whole culture the whole 
little town, like the areas that people live around there and just mm. everyone in Pittsburgh's amazing. It, it was, yeah, it was a special, special experience, but we were there until the end of October. And at the time, luckily I was still working in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, just driving back and forth to Pittsburgh. So then I stayed back again a bit. So wait, you, you were working in Vancouver, then you... Do you just give them notice? How does it work with dental? Are you like, do you have a year contract or you can be like, yeah, here's my two weeks. I got to go. Yeah. So not two weeks. I mean, ideally, I, if I could have, if we weren't getting married that summer and fully moving oh, our life back to the East Coast, I probably would have stayed longer. But okay. at that point, for Eric, especially to Vancouver wasn't the easiest place for both of us. I was working mm. an insane amount. And for him, there were a lot of injuries. It was, a, it was mm. more of a stressful situation. So. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that made it that instead of saying, I probably would have stayed like three months if I got to choose, but I yeah. finished the next month Okay. Uh, after okay. I gave them notice. So. Okay. But then you moved to Pittsburgh, but got a job in Toronto at the same time? Yeah. So in the summer, we were home for the summer. We got married last summer. So I was working in Toronto throughout the summer. I landed this amazing um, Italian dentist just north of Toronto. And his practice is incredible. Everyone there, they just, they feel like family. They make, they remind me of the small town that I grew up. Awesome. Um, so when we first moved to Pittsburgh, it's a five hour drive. So I would just commute and just go visit. And I would work my shifts there. I live with my grandma who lived like 10 minutes from Cute. the <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, until because I was working on getting my Pennsylvania license, which okay. I finally got and was supposed to start work at another incredible, this would have been probably the dream, ultimate dream job that I got in Pittsburgh, but um, that was when he got traded. So that never did happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> trades. Yeah. yeah. Um, and where's Eric from? He's from Ottawa. Oh, okay. So you're both close ish. Yeah, not bad. If we go from here, if we go through Algonquin Park, it's about a five-hour drive to visit his family, so it's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's good. And then your family's been in Muskoka this entire time? Like, you grew up there, you Uh, said earlier. We grew up around Thunder Bay, small, small town, two hours outside of Thunder Bay. And then my parents actually moved to their cottage two years ago, so they've been living up here. My sister lives in Toronto, so pretty close. Okay. All right. Did you get married at one of your... um, properties there it's at someone's home yeah so well we I got ready here with the girls the morning of the wedding and we actually got married at a resort five five minute drive from here so we got to do like the day after party here we got to do a lot of things with our family around here too it was it was really nice gorgeous I just watched your wedding video (laughs) (laughs) I'm the ultimate creeper Kodat's like have you read her facts yet I'm like yeah I'm doing my homework right now I'm just just like scrolling through Instagram reading scrolling and doing all the things it looked amazing your old kid put that together for us he was incredible what wow through a friend and I was like I saw what some of his sample work he'd never done a I don't think he'd done a wedding before but really it was great. Well, it was <laughs> great. Yeah, you put a lot of trust in his hands. That's pretty awesome. I, yeah, I'm pretty trusting sometimes. <laughs> no, it was oh, beautiful. It Everything looked gorgeous. You guys looked amazing and yeah. it looked like a, a beautiful fairy tale day. It yeah. was so special. It was supposed to rain that day too. It was that morning it had started. And I guess my, my German grandma's outside, my Omi, and she's like, I guess she had a rosary outside. She's like doing all the things to make the ri- rain go away and she thinks that she changed the day it's so cute (laughs) so sweet oh my gosh I love it you had said too that you kind of grew up with having living room parties so that kind of just overflowed into your wedding obviously looked like an awesome dance party (laughs) starting with you and your dad (laughs) yeah my dad oh my gosh he'll I think growing up with three girls in the house he kind of 
you got used to that. Like growing up in, in our town, in our house, we had the main living room. We'd walk in the door in the living room to the right. There was never any furniture because it was our dance room. And my parents tried to furnish it to no end. We would never let them keep furniture. <laughs> so him and I always make up little routines. And they're my currently my only Zumba patrons, but hopefully we'll change that. Uh, yeah, I let's talk about Zumba. When did you yeah. get into that? I mean, in your living room as a kid? <laughs> if you're dead. Honestly, I don't know. I'm always dancing around and I find it's so stupid, but if I'm like ever too lazy to do like an actual workout, I just put on music and dance. That's not stupid. That's my life. No. I love it. <laughs> that's Bridget's life. Like, person you see in those memes, it's like just alone dancing and it's really strange, but I don't know. <laughs> that, I get it though. Like that's my neighbor. She teaches Zumba and I've been her student before. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like dying laughing because I'm like, how did I get here? Like, how did I get into the foyer of my neighbor's like house? <laughs> And doing Zumba with her disco light. I'm like, all right. Like, <laughs> I love that. I was by the water yesterday and this man, I see him always on my runs, but he's paddle boarding by. My immediate instinct, I'm like, I should run inside. This is weird. And I'm like, no, you have to embrace this if you're actually going to teach it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be yeah. get used to people watching you. Yeah. So more I, I love Zumba. The first time I ever took a class at the gym, I literally walked in. I went with another hockey girlfriend. It was Alex Belanger. We were here in Phoenix. She's like, you got to come take this class with me. So I go in and I was literally weepy because I'm like, the energy in this room is insane. (laughs) Who are all these white people dancing like they're drunk in Mexico (laughs) on a Sunday at noon? Like, it was awesome. It was so fun, super sweaty, just like, it was so fun. I was addicted. Like, I I love it. It's so fun. Oh, I love to hear it. I feel the same way. It's so (laughs) good. I love it though, because you seem like you're always having so much fun and like you are... I don't know, just from creeping again, like you guys just seem like such fun people. Like you're always up to something interesting. Thank you. I mean, I think Eric and I both struggle, not struggle. We're good at sitting and reading, but we always feel like always need to be doing something. So we're constantly just thinking up new ways to like make up a new recipe or I don't know, keep things spicy in some way. Good for you. Are you, you said your grandparents are your, your current, uh, um, students, I guess, for Zumba. Are you doing any online classes during all of this craziness? Yeah, so I'm doing or just with them. My first one actually next month. Ooh, so I've been practicing. Eric still will not do a class with me. I got him to start, and then he usually just walks. I was like, yeah, I can do this. Oh my god, hilarious! <laughs> but at least my parents have been pretty good. So next month I will be doing. Um, there's a studio up in up just around the corner. We do her classes all the time, and she's asked that I do a Zumba class for her. So. I'll be doing, uh, trying my first Zumba Zoom class. Awesome. Can you keep us posted? I'm in. Awesome. I'll Zumba with you. <laughs> so when we ask people to, we ask people to send us some fun facts just to kind of get to know them a little bit differently. And so I sent Sarah mine just as examples. And she's like, oh my God, these are hilarious. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so weird. But um, the list is incredible. I've never seen a fun fact list so great. <laughs> Hers is seriously great. <laughs> I was like, it does get weirder, Correct. but I had to stop somewhere. Um, Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you think you can't come up with any? Everyone's like, ooh, 10. And then we'll send our sample list and it's like 30. <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but I love that like part of your like dance stuff that you get into the worm. How, yeah. how long have you been practicing this, this worm? That's a weird one. I don't know. To be honest, 
I actually won $500 in Australia in a dance off <laughs> doing the worm. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, this is my move. Like, it's it. Even though I don't, I don't know if anyone even knows what the worm is anymore at the our generation, but like, yeah. Yeah, that one, I, I just can't put it aside. Are you a more of a forward wormer or a backwards wormer? Backwards wormer. Backwards. Can yeah. you go forward? I can. It's not pretty though. No. I don't think, I don't it, think ever, it has like a big slap to it. Yes. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> tried the worm. Like that's not part of my party tricks, but I don't. You should start with a carpet if you're going to. Yeah. Some. I used to be able to do the worm forward right. and backwards. Now I'm afraid that I would, I don't know. I would just be like a dead worm. I don't think <laughs> yeah, it's like anymore. Yeah, I think the bendy part is lost. <laughs> I've had bruises on my hips from it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. All right. Send yeah. us a video of that. We'd like that. Can you start or end your Zumba class with that move? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I scare everybody off. Like I'm never coming back to this thing. <laughs> no, I know. We need to just that. throw out a different trick each time and they can't wait to see what yeah. it is. have to work on some new material. <laughs> Do you have a party trick, Bridget? Um, I have a few party tricks. Such have as? I not shown you some of these? I don't know. Remind me. I'm usually actually, recording, so I don't know if I've seen here's it. A, actually, this is funny. I was in Fort Lauderdale of all places. Um, Ray was playing with, there and they had like a live cam and it was, I don't know, like happy hour. And they were like, all right, show the live cam. Like, what's your party trick? What can you do? So I can put my ankle around my head. So I just oh, sat yeah, yeah. there and like wrapped my foot behind my head and okay, had I've a drink. <laughs> I've seen that one. I like that one. Yeah. It's a really I'm, not, I'm not warmed up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might like, get stuck. <laughs> Imagine my kids come in the office and I'm like, can somebody no. grab my foot? Yeah, right. If Ray sees you stuck, he's going to take full advantage. <laughs> that's why I can't get stuck. I'll, I'll like, Ray's going to be like, that's an invitation to slide on in. <laughs> Probably. Good thing I love golfing. <laughs> I know. Do you also, do you also, uh, Sarah, do you like to wrap um, your vanilla ice or what? I do. If that, like, so if someone throws that on, are you just full in? Uh, depending who's around. Yeah. Like I'm comfortable around certain people that I will absolutely bust it out at any point. Eric has heard it way too many times. Probably <laughs> like, like oh, enough. Jen, Sarah, like, <laughs> yeah. That oh was such a I was such a strange kid but I literally learned it I was in my room with like my red disc man and I just kept replaying it over and over I'm like I went out did a full show for my parents in the living room I'm like guys what I learned today you're like I'm not leaving this room till I know word for word but did you write it out we used to write the words out so we could read them did you, yeah, or you so just that, sat there and replay replay I normally I'm a writer like I like to write yeah. things out so I remember them but no that one I fully just like stood bobbing the whole time yeah. This man in hand. Just feeling it, just feeling it. It was funny today because I was driving and on the radio today came up his ice ice baby and I was like, "Mm." I sent her a picture of it. I was like, I think that you need to get it going. So funny. Yeah, you guys don't want to hear it because I'm not a pretty rapper. I need the like bad dance moves in the background to make it seem like I sound half okay. (laughs) You need to go put on like some... I don't know, like a white tank top and some and some sweats yeah. and th- throw your hat on backwards a little. Exactly. I need the whole vibe. Otherwise, it doesn't work. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I rock that vibe around my house, but I don't know. I don't, bre- I don't break it out. Ray goes, you look like a teenager today. I go, oh, I do. I go, throw some music on for me. Oh, my God. I love I it. Nobody dances in my house but me. But anyways. I'm Keep always going. dancing. My family thinks I'm like ridiculous. Ethan's always like, stop. 
just stop it. And he gets so mad. He'll like get up and like leave a room if I'm dancing. I'm like, what? It's not that bad. One day they'll join in. One day. As soon as Sarah starts singing and you start dancing. I'll snap. <laughs> you'll put, you'll put your I'll like beatbox your... for you guys. <laughs> I'm always a good hype man too. Um, so you said you guys like cooking as well. That's what you're doing over there. Yeah, we love cooking. I mean, I feel like that's number one of the big things that we actually look forward to every day is like planning out our dinners and figuring out new things that we can make or things that we miss from restaurants that we can try to cook. So we've been oh. trying to get creative over here. What's like your go-to dish? Uh, we've had quite a bit of variety, to be honest. Like we've really switched things up a lot throughout quarantine. Like we've, we've done like, there's this taco place that we love that does like the like fish, ta- like everything. So we've, yeah, we tried to recreate that. Um, I love pasta. Pasta is my favorite or anything potatoes, like every single mm. version of potatoes you can name. Really? We've done it because that's, it's my favorite. I'm not a potato eater. That's one thing. Unless it's like oh. chips or tater tots. I would eat them all the time, but I think I would be, I would look like a potato. Yeah, so I would not, I, I would not look like, too. I would not look like Sarah. We would, no, not have, we would not have your abs. That's what I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I need Zumba is to offset the potatoes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> a Zumba mix. Um, I would kind of want to get back to hockey a little bit for a sec. Like, um, so when you first uh, met Eric and started dating, how was your introduction into like the hockey world? Was it pretty easy or? Uh, scared, terrifying at first, to be honest. Really? Um, so it was easier because when we, when I first went to a Panthers game, I went with my friend, Sarah, who was dating his teammate, Sean Mathias at the time. Um, so I went into the, even to the wives room with her because I went to a game with her. Like I didn't know Eric at this point and I, it was just, yeah, I just went with her to the game. So I'd been there, I'd seen it, but right when Eric and I started dating, it was like the very beginning. We weren't even like officially dating yet. And he wanted me to go to a game. So I went, and went into the wives' room and they were trying to plan the year-end party. Mm-hmm. And it was Kristen Jovanovsky. Um, oh. Eric actually is really close with them. We're really close with them. She's incredible, but I didn't know her. And she looks at me there. It's a big group, everyone around. I hadn't really met everyone yet at all. And she looks at me, she's like, what do you think, Sarah? What should we do for going to Miami for the year-end party? And I'm like, oh. like, oh, I don't know. My feet red. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it's like, oh, whatever you guys want to do. Like... I just had no idea, but I mean, since then, obviously I've got to know her. She's great and uh, they're not, not together anymore, but yeah, they were wonderful to Eric. So it, it was good after that, but it was yeah. definitely terrifying. A little frightening. Yeah. I always like it too, because we've, we were in Florida too. And um, I like when you say the wives room and I can like walk myself to the wives room, you know, in yeah. my mind, I'm like, yes, I remember what the wives room looks like. I've actually you know, been in that park. one too. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. That one. It is a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Back in the day, they had babysitting in there too. We didn't have kids at the time, but I was like, oh, this is the way it should be for everyone. Yeah. They had after two, they had Club Lexus upstairs where all the family members could go and they had like a big buffet where you could get all your food. You'd have unlimited wine and beer for the games. It was, they had a really good setup in Florida. It was nice. That a good setup. Okay. So now I'm I'm, I'm actually a piece it together. um, Sarah Elmer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, she's so cute. She's great. That's so fun. That's nice yeah. to have a friend though, like kind of going in and everything like that obviously helps ease it. It was so, yeah. it was so nice too to have a friend there that was outside of dental school to start too. And then to kind of ease me into the hockey world, they left. It was basically right after Eric and I started dating that Sean did get traded, but at least for the first like little bit, yeah, she was there, which was good. 
And that's kind of nice that the girls were that reached out to you right away. Like you were just down there kind of your first time and they were like, what do you think? That's kind of yeah. nice. That doesn't always happen and yeah, to no, get included. Yeah, so no, it was quickly. a really, really good group in Florida. It was incredible. Awesome. It, was, it made the whole transition easier. I think it's also being in Florida, you do so much as a team. We were so lucky that um, we had the Mitchells were there with us as well. Okay. They were amazing. I mean, they've been through the cup runs. They know kind of everything that it takes yeah. to make a team fully a team. So they, they'd have like Thanksgiving dinners at their house or just like keep everyone together all the time, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. I always is love he, that there's people on that, on teams like that. We were lucky enough, enough to have that too. So that, you know, when it was our turn to step into that role, we, we did it as well. And it's awesome. Yeah. Right. It well, makes you it when people put forth that effort, it makes you yeah. welcome the new people so much more because you don't, you start to understand what they're going through as well. Yeah. Right. And like, like those dinners are so important. Like when you're away from home and to have Thanksgiving and to kind of feel like you have family away from family, but I never realized how important those dinners were till Jason and I had one by ourselves once for Thanksgiving. And then you're like, Oh, it's kind of sucks. And then you have teammates who do take that role on and it's so nice. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. We've been on teams too, where they're, where the coaches, um, the coaches even did that was kind of awesome. Like there was, um, I think early in race career and it was Christmas and it was Christmas Eve and they invited all the players to their homes, like the guys that didn't have kids or whatever. So there were, and not a ton of us went, but there were a few couples and it was just really nice to feel included and it wasn't awkward, but it was just really sweet. And I, I know that my family back at home felt happy that Ray and I weren't completely on our own. And it's so it's cool. Even when it happens that, you know, whatever level. Yeah. You create your own hockey family, which is really yeah. special. Right. But it's yeah. nice when you have like a good veteran leadership like that to take, to show you kind of, like you said, like, so then you yeah. appreciate it and pass it on. And then, yeah. And then um, it looked like you had a fun group in Vancouver as well. We did. We had such a good group in Vancouver. It was really nice. You guys, you guys went on like trips and stuff together too, right? Yeah, we, we still do actually. Even this year for All Star Break, we actually went um, to Mexico with the same crew that we had the past two years. It was really nice. Oh, that's so much fun. That we is were, fun. We were team. I was teammates with Rachel, and then I was in Vancouver for a little bit. So I know a few of those. Vancouver too have been there for quite a while. So yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, Gagne. Gagne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another doctor. (laughs) I know no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. But it looked like fun though. Cause, um, your girlfriend, Bridget, um, is part of their crew. Michaela. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's, that's why your website and everything. She's incredible. Oh, I love her. I keep checking in. She was one too, where I texted her. I was like, show me the airport on your way through what's happening. What does it look like? And she was sending me pictures on their way back to Sweden. Oh my gosh. That must've been crazy with all the kids for them too. Like, yeah. And I think it was pretty quiet though. She was like, yeah, it's kind of eerie. There's not a lot around. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. But yeah, I need to, I need to talk with her. We've been texting and messaging, but I actually, I need to hear her voice. I miss her. Yeah. Oh, she's so great. Yeah. I love them. I met her the one year at the retreat, but it just like yeah. it just looks like such a fun crew when you guys are on your trips and you yeah. seem so close and it's fun. I love watching hockey bonds and like when it carries on, even though when you're not on the same team, sometimes it gets harder to see everybody and everybody's so spread out. And like I said, she's like she's from Sweden, so it's yeah, it gets harder to stay connected. But definitely does. I find having like FaceTime or even through this, like having Zoom calls, we've done a lot of like Zoom group chats with like 
just old teammates and yeah. that has been really nice. That's awesome. We need to do that more. We, we were talking about that and it, it's happened like separately. Ray's, you know, chatted with a few guys and I've had girl chats, but not as couples and it's fun to see. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to do feel- a game nights. It's nice yeah. to spend time together. You feel like you're together even though you're actually not. Yeah. And you might even be spending more time. I feel like now too, people are spending more time where they wouldn't have necessarily done that. You know, like if we were all out and busy and doing whatever, it's harder to connect and like take an hour out of your evening to sit there with your teammates of yesteryear. And all of a sudden you actually have the time to do it. So, so true. Know, people are getting a little closer. Yeah. Well, I feel, yeah. Totally. I know, but I feel like I was doing more of it at the beginning and now people are hanging out outside now that it's getting nicer. And so my yeah. chats are down for sure. <laughs> That's so true. That's okay too. So where's, are you guys with, Anaheim now? Where are you now? Why do I have Anaheim in my... Okay. All right. Yeah, we are Anaheim now. Okay. So as of October, he's been with Anaheim. Okay. So pretty fresh, um, pretty fresh for you down there. Yeah. I mean, I still this year was flying back and forth, but a small commute between Anaheim and Toronto to work. Just a little one. <laughs> so I found that, I mean, being there is amazing. I love it. The girls are all so welcoming and great, but I found it's harder to fully get into the swing of things when you're not like whenever the guys would leave, I'd leave. And that's when kind of right. girls generally do everything. So I found um, a little bit harder of a transition on that front, but yeah. it's such an amazing crew that it was, yeah, that it's good. It's nice. It's a beautiful place to live down there. And Yeah. It, it's yeah. gorgeous down there. So kind of, was that your plan this year? You're just, or, you know, just, are you kind of taking it one year at a time as far as your career is you've got Toronto going on and you're just, yeah, ideally, as- I'd love to get my California license. So there, I have two ways I can either redo that intense five-part board exam that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. um, or I wait another year. And if we're still there after five years with the amount of hours, I have the hours right now, but it's 5,000 hours and five years in order for me to get a California license. So I kind of just have to wait it out and still do the flights to keep it up. So right. Oh that's intense. Like, and just to not know where you're going to be. Cause how long does he have on this contract? He has one more year. Okay. Yeah. So he'll have next season. And then, and then with the expansion draft too, there's so much uncertainty that for the amount of effort I would have to put forth just to get the California license and not know what's happening. It's yeah. The flight seems easier. I still, I still go back and forth in my mind every day about that, but for now, the commute. This is better. what's working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are three teams in California. So there is, a, <laughs> there is that. True. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. Pretty great place to live. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, it's so nice. Oh, well. I guess as long as you don't put so much pressure on yourself, obviously this isn't something that can, that you can decide yeah. right now. So you just kind of, again, here we are, you just go with it. Yeah. Just roll with it. I started doing I'm doing a functional, this won't even actually really help me out now, but for future when I eventually get to have my own practice, but, um, I started doing a functional medicine fellowship and more so for just personal interest. And eventually I can integrate it right now. Not so much, but at least I'm still doing something of my own while I'm down there, which is nice. Yeah, that is good. That's a great idea. So is that your goal? You'd love to have your own practice. Yeah, I would. I mean, I saw my parents, run their practice. And it's nice how you create that kind of family with your staff. Like it truly is like a full dental team. Um, and if you, yeah, patients, they they see you right from when they're kids or their families growing up and they grow up with the office. So I love that aspect of it and really getting close to patients. And, um, 
I, I love the idea of being in one place treating yeah. my patients. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, totally. Yeah, so eventually I'd love that, but. I know. I always forget that. I grew up in my same hometown that my parents are in now, but I literally saw the same dentist from the time I, I'm sure, had my first cavity until like, until I moved away when I was 19 or 20. So. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like, it's like once you find a good hairdresser, you don't want to leave them. Like same with the dentist. Yeah. me and my friends, like, I'm like, oh, I want to switch to you. I'm like, do you like your dentist? And they'll say yes. I'm like, well, don't switch. Stay with them. If you found someone you love, stay with them. I'm like, always be your yeah. friend. Keep your good dentist. <laughs> yeah. I know. And my kids, I mean, we've just kind of floated around. So it's, and then of course, when we move to a different city, the first thing you're asking, and the teams don't necessarily have something like that as far as like a pediatric dentist, you no. know, and sometimes like the, the team dentist is like 45 minutes away. Well, that's kind of not what I'm going to do. Ray's going to go do that, but that's not what I'm going to do. So those are the things that we always rely on one another. I rely on the other girls and I'm like, okay, where is there somewhere local? Is somebody closer yeah. that you really love? And, you know, and then you have to explore if it's not somebody that you love. So that takes yeah. time. We have like, honestly, had to do such big searches just because like Ryder has autism and the dentist is so scary to him like absolutely frightening and oh my gosh that that is such a battle but last time he was he's uh they what did they give him maybe laughing gas or something I don't know he's kind of messed up and he was like when I grow up I'm gonna be a dentist and I'm gonna fix your teeth and he's oh, like getting all mad at the dentist and he wasn't doing it in a sweet way he was he was this off. <laughs> yeah He's like, I'm going to make you feel bad. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was a sweet way too at first. <laughs> oh, man. He like, poor kid. Like, and it is just so when you do find like a good one and oh, it's just, it's so important, especially for kids because they just can't wrap their head around it. Well, and actually some adults are such, a so lot weird about the dentist. It's like the big tatted guys that walk in and they're just terrified. They're like, I don't like you. I'm like, that's okay. I hear that you're a like, lot. Yeah. <laughs> I need like, to look at my sparkly teeth. <laughs> totally. I need Jason to see the dentist because somehow he chipped his front tooth. Did I tell you about this, Bridget? He chipped no. like his front tooth. Like it's like kind of like shaved at the front, but oh, like yeah. when he then when he drinks wine, that tooth that part gets stained. <laughs> so he's just got this like little red stain at the front. I'm like, oh my god! Like go in as soon as they're open. I feel like everybody's having dental issues now that everything's closed. Like, I have so many messages of people just being like, what do I do right now? I'm like, it's emergency only. And half of them aren't actually emergency things. Uh, yeah. But yeah. It always happens when you actually can't see a dentist. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I know my son, well, his orthodontist got braces, so he should have been getting them off right now, but because he's missed the last couple months and now he's, he's like, are you kidding me? But anyway, so get him off in July, but he should be getting him off right now. And he's yeah. just like, Oh, and that's so huge. You know yeah. how bad they want to get those things. Oh yeah. He's totally. for him, but <laughs> if we're putting you in the hockey world at the same time, are you doing dentures for people? Are you doing that part? Yeah. So we, yeah, I do pretty much everything. I actually was the team dentist went on call one night for the Canucks. I was really one of the practices I was working at was the team dentist and he wasn't able to make it. So they brought me down into the, they brought me down into the room. They're like, if something were to happen, basically it's one of the, one of the doctor's beds where it has just the legs and yeah. Anyway, yeah. So you'd have to flip the patient or flip the hockey player upside down with their legs feet up in the air. And they didn't actually have a dental chair. And that was how I would have had to treat them. I'm like, Oh my what? God, walk in and tell them like, okay, now get upside down. I'm going to fix your yeah. tooth. 
<laughs> no kidding. Tape his legs to the end of the bed. <laughs> but that's so cool. Like, good for you. That's really awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. I mean, it's cool because there's so many, like, there's so many different aspects to dentistry. It's all, I mean, I'm definitely like an A type person where I, I am, I have like OCD when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. And with dentistry, everything is so particular and it's, I don't know, it's a mix of science, art, and a lot of patient interaction. So it's kind of, yeah. I didn't realize when I was younger that I would love it this much, but it's, yeah, I've definitely do. Does Eric awesome. have all his teeth? I'm going to knock on wood real hard here, but yes. He does? Okay. Uh, he was not wearing a mouth guard when we started dating. He now oh. is wearing one, so that's great. <laughs> You're like, I will fit you into one. You're oh, doing yeah. it. Do they first. have to wear one now? They don't have to? They should have to. I know he was grandfather because he Yeah, maybe it was... It was before the grandfathered thing where, and a lot of them lose them half the time too, but he wasn't wearing a visor for the longest time, broke his orbital bone and continued to not wear a visor, mm-hmm. dating a dentist, mm-hmm. not wearing a mouth. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, now things have to change. Yeah. He's doing all the things now. So it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh Ray always wore a mouth guard, but he, and he wore a visor and he would just laugh and he was like, well, he's five nine. So he's like, he's like, my eyes are at stick level for most players. Like they're just holding their stick there. And He's going to get it in the eye just because that's the height that he's at. <laughs> but same with mouth guards too. I mean, yeah. it's not like, it's more for concussion that I would recommend. And hope yeah. Because yeah. if you're, you're going to come out, they're, they're going to come out, but. Yeah. Bray was saying too, like he goes, you know, it's so funny because he goes, it's almost like now when you have to wear a seatbelt, you don't, you feel weird if you don't put your seatbelt on. He was like, but we all skate and warm up without the mouth guard. And he's like, and I feel fine. Yeah. But as soon as the, as soon as it's game time, I pop it in. If I didn't have it in, it just wouldn't feel right. So. I feel like they chew with it more than anything. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, we see half of it hanging out. Yeah, they're just biting on them. Like, one thing I tell you not to do. He's wearing it. I don't care. (laughs) Totally. I know. I'm lucky Jason's full mask. He's got all his teeth. So, yeah. And he's got good teeth. I like good teeth, though. Yeah. Like, that's always such a, like, turn off for me if... I'm like, like, when I see a patient trying to date teeth, someone, you made my day. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, it was like such a turnoff for me. I'm like, oh, you got bad teeth. Like, don't call me again. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you're, nice your, your dentist's card. One of my girlfriends was a dental assistant. I remember when she first started school, she literally had card. I don't know if she was doing her practical or whatever, but she had business cards. I remember being at the bar with her and she'd look at some guy and she'd be like, are you happy with your smile? <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> At the bar, I go, mm, I'm not sure if you're trying to take that guy home or not, but I don't know if that's the way to go about it. But I'll never forget it. Are you happy? Honestly, that's how we got our patients in dental school, like Uber drivers, whoever it was, if they'd start the conversation, you're like, actually, here's my card if you need a dentist. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, yeah, you got your client somehow. That's yeah. funny you say that, Bridge, because like when I was younger, if I'd be going out and we'd go out for dinner first, I would get like a stack of the manager's cards and then. People are like, oh, where do you work? I'm like, oh, Sushi Tokyo. And I'd hand out like the business card of the manager, but I'd say it was me. <laughs> Until somebody actually read it and the name on there was like Dickie Lynn or something. And they're like, your name is Dickie Lynn. <laughs> it is today. <laughs> like, yeah, come get a free California roll right on the back. <laughs> you're, a, you're a dork. You are a Dickie Lynn. I'm going to start calling you that. Dickie Lynn, that's a good one. I'm going to change it in my phone. That's going to be your new contact name. <laughs> He'll like never answer because they're like, who's Dickie Lynn? <laughs> I can't wait. I'm doing it today. Oh my God. Sarah, what do you think? You're, what's the first thing you, you're going to do once you guys are all out of stay at home mode? What are you ready to do? 
don't know, to be honest. I mean, I feel like this is the longest time Eric and I have ever been able to spend in one place together. So I, I mean, it's yeah. a terrible time for everyone right now, but for us, it's actually been kind of nice to have some quiet to get organized. We're finally unpacking, honestly, even still from like our Florida move, things that we had shipped to storage. And so it's been nice to be in one place. Um, first thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very happy up here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. I feel like a lot of people, I feel bad when I say that too. I'm like, not a lot has changed for us other than we're not running around like maniacs. Yeah. like chasing our kids and you guys have had a pretty um crazy last few years with moving and getting married and, and school there's a lot and school like yeah. there's a ton of things so it is nice to kind of have yeah. the, have the time or appreciate it it's it's good that you're in the position to appreciate it yeah that's oh, a, I'm, we're very I mean, thankful for to actually have this time together and yeah. i mean it's, yeah it's a terrible time but it's yeah yeah, it's it, yeah. It's hard to say that. Yeah, it's hard to be like, well, I'm not I'm okay. But I mean, the first thing I'm going to do is go get my eyebrows waxed. Like, there oh, is. there's all that. There's, there's Absolutely. So <laughs> so Why can't you enough. wax your own eyebrows? I don't trust myself because I have an eyebrow artist. And so I'm going to. Uh, my. No, Why can't I she can't. come to your house? What? Suddenly I'm sitting way too close. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I was trying to stick my face right up in there so see? I could see your you brows. Like see brows? <laughs> Look at how fuzzy that is. Pluck it. But I can't wait to go to a movie. That's my part. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, that sounds nice. But I don't know when that's going to happen. That's what I miss. I really love going to the movies, but I just don't even know when that's ever going to happen and how yeah. comfortable we'll be. I don't know. I Take know. a cocoon. <laughs> Can I, just, can I just add your boobs look really great today? Mine? Bro? Yeah. Is, oh, that a new bra, is that a new sports bra? What is um, that? I don't know. I got it at Target. I love it. <laughs> the shit are... we talk about later in the, <laughs> oh, later in the program. <laughs> don't her boobs look great, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> look great. It's a great it's bra. Shit week. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. Target, like, I'll show you later. Just... Does it make me look thin? Yeah. Like, that. it just, you've got this great shape right now. I'm oh. into it. Thanks. Thank you, Dickie. Thank you, Dickie Lynn. There's <laughs> not a Dickie comment. <laughs> I know it's a sweet one. Oh, well, man. I don't know. Was, is there anything that we missed with you? Anything you else you want to? I don't think so. Yeah, no. I feel like we've covered a lot. I know, and I feel like we should let you get outside because it I know Your, the water's nice getting bluer out there. I see it. It's an insane day here. It's, it's gorgeous. So crazy. And do do you guys have a boat? No, we don't. We don't have a dock yet. We're waiting for a permit to get a dock and then eventually we'll get a boat, but we're kind of slow moving around here. It's still all pretty new to us, even just having this place on the water. So yeah, we're nice. enjoying things step by step, but eventually time for that. That's time. <laughs> yeah. There's time for that though. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us and chatting and um, opening up about your life. It was fun to learn about your, your industry and all that's going on with you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I hope I didn't bore you guys with dental talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I love it though, because I want to learn about different things. I like that's kind of part of this process. We want to see what's going on in everyone's lives. So awesome. Thank you yeah. guys so much for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thanks. Take good care. Enjoy the rest of your time. And hopefully we see the boys back on the ice. Yes. yes. Hopefully soon. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Bye guys. Safely Thank soon. You. Yeah. Thanks, Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.